You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I think the real thing to worry about is that yeah. this may just be the start. Because for it's one, really, I feel really violated, they, honestly. They probably know a lot about you. A lot more. They know a lot more about you than you know about them. They do not. Oh, they do. I mean, the fact that they it's it's handwritten. It was probably sold. Like they probably bought a mailing list thing, right? Yeah, but they spent some time on that. Maybe they handpicked you out of there. Do you know if everybody else got one? No, I remember. I don't know anybody else in my apartment. Oh, building. that's right, because you don't talk to anybody. <laughs> yes. Maybe, I don't know. I'm thinking. I'm thinking this could be the start. If I of do something. see my neighbor, my one neighbor that I do talk to from time to time, I'll, I'll ask her. Have you noticed any cars following you? No. Okay, you should probably start looking into that. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. Thank you for finding us. Coming up on today's show, I do want to say this. We've got our wonderful interview with Mr. Dana Gould. Yes, who is always awesome to talk to. He's such a strange and wonderful person. Yeah, that's a, that's a good way to describe mm-hmm. him. He's strange, great. wonderful person. Yeah. Uh, so Dana is in town at Helium Comedy Club tonight and tomorrow night. Uh, that is Friday, March 25th, 2016. Sarah. And then tomorrow is the 26th. Oh, is that how dates work? It is. I've had a lot of coffee today. I know. You've got to take had a it tremendous from a 10 amount to a of 2, coffee. buddy. You are so addicted. It's ridiculous. I'm not addicted. Greg. Greg what? sounded like a junkie. So let me tell you, it was about four minutes before we were starting the show. And there was a little bit, because we've been here for quite some time today. And uh, there was a little bit of coffee left from the from the pot that we made. And I was like, Sorry, hey, I'm coming down for a second. So I'm like, Greg, okay, there's only a little bit of coffee left. I'm just going to go ahead and take it. And he, without missing a beat, he's like, no, you have to give me some. And just Well, maybe if you hadn't been so selfish trying to take the last of the coffee, I wouldn't have had to act like that. And then he had like this crazy, like wild-eyed look on his face. And it was genuinely like a look of an addict, of somebody just like, oh, no. And then I gave him a I gave him a little bit of coffee. I'm like, all right, fine, you can just have a little bit. And he looked at me, he's like, There's still lots of coffee in there. You should you have to give me a little bit more. Well, it's That's gotta be enough. fair. It's gotta be even. If you're gonna have oh, if we're gonna split the last of the coffee, it needs to be split down the middle. Okay. Well, I mean, I really, truly it. believe that you have some sort of I have uh, no problem. I don't have to have... I can go an entire day without coffee, and I'm perfectly fine doing that. Okay. Dana Gold on Fun Employment Radio here in just a little bit. And we've got a bunch of other stuff I do want to remind everybody, of course, to go to funemploymentradio.com. Click on the Amazon link. Oh. If you, you know, the weekend's coming up. It sure is. You're going to be sitting around. You know, maybe you're, you're watching some Daredevil. You know what I like to do on or, the You know, weekends? whatever the that kids was last watch. last week. You're not timely anymore. What, what, what? What's the new stuff? What's the new, what's the new jam? The new kicks? The new... Don't say anything of what you just said ever again. Okay. Jam or kicks. Are All you right. kidding me? I like the new jam. We need to bring that back. Uh-huh. All right. Whatever whatever you're doing, though, online, make sure you stop by FunEmploymentRadio.com first. Just click on there, peruse the episodes, listen to a podcast, and click on the Amazon link right there at the top of the page for all of your online purchases from said company named Amazon. All right. He's slowing down a little bit. This I'm trying. Actually, I'm intentionally. I know. You sound like a person who's trying to pretend like they're not drunk. Like, you know, when they're like, really I'm enunciate fine. things. They're like, oh, I, no, everything is fine. <laughs> Don't you worry about it. No, I can totally have one more beer. Um, like, no, I've only had two beers tonight. So they're my friends. They've had a few, and I know that. But I'm I'm fine. I'm not driving anyway, but I would probably be fine to drive. But, if, yes, if I can get an IPA and... Um, I would like one IPA. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, stop. All right. Anyway, let's get back to what we were talking about before we tried to have some sort of intervention for your caffeine addiction. All right. Well, let's 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 get to it. Sarah, you should explain because I don't even know exactly what. It's so I don't know weird. what said. I don't know what, exactly what happened, but I know that you're concerned about this. Okay. I, this happened to me a few days ago, but we haven't had a chance to talk about it yet. So now, talking about it now. So I went. Uh, so I live in uh, in Southeast Portland. I live in a locked front, uh, locked front apartment complex, where we all have like our mailboxes and everything. So I go and ch- check my mail daily, and it's usually you know a whole bunch of like coupons for Trader Joe's or whatever. And lo and behold, as I'm checking it, I see this. Uh, I see a letter in there, and it's a handwritten letter. And I'm like, oh my god, this is so cool! Like somebody actually sent me a letter. Like mail isn't dead. I love it. When's the last time you got a handwritten letter? Well, I, I'll send letters to, like, my parents or, like, my sister. Like Really? I'll, yeah. How strange. Scott Daly's daughter. We've uh, written letters back and forth to each other a couple uh, okay, times. Okay, I guess pen, I understand We're pen that. pals. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. But I just love getting um, 
handwritten letter, and I was just like, oh my gosh, somebody's surprising me with a letter. This is so excited. So right. after you know shoving all of the coupons and things into the junk mail slot, uh-huh. <laughs> which that's, that's what you another do. story, um, end up going to my apartment. I'm like, okay. So I sit down on my bed, and I'm just like, all right, who is this? I'm like, D. Maxwell. And I look at the address, and they're from Southeast Portland. I'm like, okay, Southeast Portland. Maybe it's like a like a baby shower invitation or a wedding shower or something. Right. It's clearly – I mean, I'm showing Greg the envelope now. It's clearly my full name and my full address. Greg, look at the envelope. Full name, full address. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, what, what's going on here? So I open it, and when I open it, I see a folded piece of paper. Yeah, it's like notebook paper. It's notebook paper that's been, like, ripped out. And then two – brochures inside of said uh, envelope. So before I look at the brochures, I'm like, oh, well, here's a handwritten letter. And it's addressed to Dear Sarah. So I'm like, oh, somebody, you know, yeah. really like was thinking of me. Thing. Like a really personal thing. This is handwritten? Handwritten. Handwritten. Okay. So uh, I got this letter but from, uh, at this point, I don't know who it's from. So I'm reading it. It says, Dear Sarah, on March 23rd, there is a special worldwide event coming. The details are in the enclosed invitation. I hope you will be able oh. to come. For more information, please go to our website at jw.org. Two guesses on what JW stands for. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't think I need two guesses. Okay. Jehovah's Witness. It's, uh, I, got, I got a they handwritten s- spam letter, like literal they letter. JW.org? Who, nobody got that out, of, out from under them? Well. Yeah, JW.org. So they, yeah. So this person, whose name, by the way, is Deanna Maxwell. Which, uh, if she's going to be writing me personal letters, then I damn well am okay saying her full name. Oh, yeah. And it says, sincerely, Deanna, uh, Deanna Maxwell. So then So, there's the big event. Is this, like, the watch... Are they the Watchtower people that leave the Watchtower notes? Because I get those quite a bit. Yes, Watchtower Bible and Tract Society. Okay, because I've been getting brochures left on my door that... Yeah, the Watchtower, I think, is their book. It's basically about how we're all going to hell, unless you join their church, I assume. Yes. Um... But she, but she gave. But I've never gotten a handwritten letter. No, that's, that's it's a the full-on difference. handwritten that's, that's letter and strange. a handwritten envelope. Like it isn't, it isn't typefaced to make it look like handwriting. No, because she like scratched out a couple of things. Like she full-on had my name, had my address, wrote me a handwritten letter, and then mailed it. So this is where you got to wonder because they can't be doing this for everybody in the city Unless of Portland. They do I'm, no? I mean that's that's way too many people. Yeah. There's no way. There's like 2 million well, people so I, in like I, Portland am Metro. Am I on some like heathen mailing list? That's, that's, there's a couple of questions there. No. One, have you been targeted because they know you and your lifestyle? My lifestyle? Yeah. And they're like, this one, this is a problem one. Oh. And they probably get more points for converting over, uh, you know, worse problems. Like it's like a, like a bracket, like I'm worth more points. Oh they, yeah. They get me. Yeah. Catholics mm-hmm. are usually worth uh, more money because it's, it's tougher to pull them off. So they, I think they, I think they get like a bonus for that. Okay, I'm making this up, but it seems like it seems like that would I be the case. You. I believe you. It seems like that would be the case. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a big score. And yeah, so she knows. She obviously knows something about you. This woman sat there, wrote your. I mean, that's a very intimate thing. Writing out your address, writing out this letter to you, to Sarah. She probably looked you up on on the internet. Mm. Probably looked up your Facebook page. She knows where you live. Oh boy. She knows about you. And she wrote you this letter. Now, our, our, our friend Vicky in the chat says that she gets stuff like this all the time. This is the first handwritten letter that I've received from somebody trying to pitch me their religion. Well, did you write back? Well, no, I'm not going to write them back. But they did give me some handy brochures for the free public event, which, um, spoiler alert, was two days ago. So I already missed it. Oh, what? Was it the apocalypse? Uh, no, but it's – so there are a couple of brochures here. First, The first one is, uh, how do you view the Bible? And then it says, what would you say it is? A book of human wisdom, a book of myths and legends, or the mm-hmm. word of God? Okay. Can we really believe what the Bible says? Yes, for three reasons. It's amazing harmony, honest history, and reliable yeah. prophecy. Right. Yeah, there's lots more than that. Yeah. And then the other one is just kind of foreboding where it says, you will be with me in paradise. Oh, that's re- Oh, so this is a personal thing. Yeah, so there's like an end of the world one. She wants to be with is... you in paradise. Oh, that's Deanna. I don't I'm saying know you. Deanna is being a little forward here. Deanna, you little vixen. So what was? Where were you supposed to be on March 23rd? I was, was there was an to be event at their somewhere. Invitation. Uh, there. Oh, so it was an actual thing. Yes. Uh, so let's see. The event was the Kingdom Hall of Jehovah's Witnesses. Okay. All right. Yeah, on the corner of Powell and 74th. Oh, okay. Also, All right. I'm invited to a special Bible talk on April 3rd. So. Well, I'm just saying the fact that they have this. That means it means you're you're on their list, like you're a person of interest to them. Either they think that you're a big big get, 
you know, to convert, or they think you're susceptible to it, or she's got a thing for you. Okay. It's one of those things. You can tell, I can tell from her handwriting too that Deanna Maxwell is probably like 79 years old. Oh, you think so? Deanna Maxwell's a little, she's up there in her age, I'm pretty okay. sure. Okay. Because she has the old lady, like, uh, old-timey cursive handwriting? Uh, it's being noted in the chat, you know, when you had your bikini top go missing from the laundry room and then somebody put it on your door handle like three Deanna days Maxwell later. Do you think Maxwell took it? Well, it's being su- suspected by that here in the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live. Our friend Rick is there uh, who's off work and said he was drinking Mike's Hard Lemonade and eating McDonald's. I hope things get better for you. But he wrote... Maybe um, that's his amazing day. Maybe... Oh. Oh, that was a bragging point. I think it's a good thing. Oh. Good for you, man. You're such a jerk. <laughs> oh, my God. I had to. Uh, so, wow. no, but he said that, uh, yeah, it's possible that um, maybe she is the bikini stealer. She could have been. It could have been Deanna all oh, along. Oh, Deanna. It could have been Deanna. She's a feisty one. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, it was just kind of unnerving to have a full-on letter, letter I, written to me. I think you need to write back. Dear Deanna, I, I received your letter. And I regret to inform you that I will be unable to attend... Yeah, said event, but please keep me informed of what else is going oh, on. Oh, no, because then they're going to show up. Start a relationship. The best way to know this, the best way to know your enemy is to, you know, yeah, I mean, and you don't know if she's an enemy, but she is your stalker. You need to keep her close. She's not a stalker. You need to keep her close, and you need to find out what's going on. Well, that's that's my suggestion. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying, if you want to be safe about it, that's what you need to do. But all right. Well... Sarah, maybe we should. Uh, maybe we <laughs> should take. I think you a break. angered Rick. He said, "Don't you fucking judge me, Nibbler." I know. Says the guy who's perpetually covered in Cheeto dust. That's great. I'm not like, covered in Cheeto dust. I haven't eaten a single Cheeto today. Yeah, notice the today. I haven't eaten a Cheeto in f- f- uh, weeks. Hi, Greg. Four days. <laughs> Sounds like you're at some. Four days. It's been four days since I've eaten a Cheeto. You- you know the last time. You know how many days it's been since the last time you ate a cheese. Well, I had to count it backwards, but yeah, it was yeah, okay. yeah, four days All ago. Right. Well, let's shift the conversation <laughs> and uh, let's go to someone who is a bit classier than Greg Nibbler, a lot classier actually, what? and who is uh, the one and only Mister Dana Gould. Yes, Dana Gould. Now you know Dana um, as he was one of the original producers of The Simpsons. Uh, not original, but yes, he was one yeah. of the producers of one The, of the Simpsons for a of long the Simpsons. time. Uh, you know his name. He's a writer for so many things. He wrote for Parks and Rec. He's done. Yeah, uh, he was on Parks and Rec too. He's mm. he's had appearances on all kinds of things. He's, he's been got in movies, TV shows. He has podcast. Yeah, he does um, a ton of stuff. Yeah, really, really. Very talented guy. Um, also friends with Paul Rubens, and I know that when he comes in, and I've never wanted to like pull the, well, if you ever talk to Paul Rubens and see if he wants to come on our show, that'd be really cool. Because he's like personal friends with him. Mm. <sighs> I know. I saw you kind of dork out. So we I did know. actually, we did touch on Pee Wee a little bit. I know. And I want to, I want to say something, but I don't want to say something. So Dana, you know, I'd probably really be a fan of Pee Wee too. Yeah. Yeah, I like don't Paul be Rubens. Don't be creepy. I know you know Paul Rubens. Maybe you could Can I give you a present to give it to Pee Can you give it to Pee please? <laughs> Carry him this. No, I didn't want to do it. Okay. I should have asked. No, I'm regretting it. Yeah. I should have. Well, I know. That God was your one it. window. I know, and it's a perfect window. He could just, like, text him. Like, yeah, because hey. last time he was here, he took a picture of the Pee Wee bobblehead that we have. Yeah, that he was going to send to him. Mm-hmm. Fuck. I got nervous and I didn't do anything about it. Yeah, you got a little weird. Let's all hear weird, uh, Greg be weird. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and get Dana on here. So Dana's right. going to be at Helium Comedy Club. That is uh, here in Portland tonight, March 25th, and tomorrow, March 26th. And Greg and I have both seen him perform. He is an amazing stand-up. Yeah, he's one of a kind. Like, he's he's so smart, and his... You know his stand-up is so clever. It's just a, it's really, really fun to watch. Yeah, go, go check him out. Um, yeah, take the opportunity to go see him because he doesn't come around here that often. So you, you really got to get out and see him. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, thank you so much, everybody. Uh, let's go ahead and take a break here. We're gonna play Dana. Well, we're not taking a break. We're just gonna roll right into it. Yep. I've had a lot of coffee. Maybe I can. What's the anti-coffee that I can use? I, I, marijuana. I don't know. Oh no, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> allergy medicine. Al- oh, I do have allergy medicine. Okay, I'll take some of that. Uh, let's go ahead and play uh, Dana. He is at Helium oh Comedy Club God. tonight and tomorrow, right here on Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcoming <laughs> no. now to Fun Employment Radio, Mr. Dana Gold. Hello, sir. Hi, how are you guys? Doing well. Good. Dana, we are so happy to see, to see you. Thank you. I just came from doing a little TV thing, so I get to say something that I rarely get to say, but I love saying it. 
I'm wearing makeup. Oh, Ooh. are you? Nah, I washed it off. Okay, I was going to oh. say, I can't tell. You look very youthful. I look nice you and blotchy. I look typically blotchy. Standard <laughs> blotch. Standard level blotch. Standard blotch. No yeah. big deal. I'm rocking, I'm rocking my blotch today. <laughs> well, how was the TV? How did it was lovely. It was, it was fine. Oh, that's It's good. just a skill you have to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they were really good. It was uh, AM... Northwest. Northwest. And, you know, it, when you do a lot of those shows, the host asks you a question, mm-hmm. and then you are answering the question. Question, but as you're looking at them, they're totally tuned out. <laughs> so because they're thinking about the next question, and they have 45 seconds left, and you're just, and you could say anything. It's like, and that's how my parents ended up in the horrible murder suicide. <laughs> that's really amazing. So you're in helium comedy this weekend. <laughs> By the way, do you ever get the feeling that right around the halfway point, a lot of murder suicides become just murder? Gee, I feel a lot better now. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. That's 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 I never thought about it that way. I so they could have been. I should have read the rest of this note. <laughs> <laughs> so did you get away with saying anything completely ridiculous today? No, they were fine. Yeah, you just got to, and you also have to keep in mind the audience. Mm. Nobody wants to hear anything ridiculous. Yeah, they did do a weird thing, which was that they were they were screen grabbing my Instagram. Like putting hmm. pictures of my kids up on television. <laughs> like, hey, let's not do that. What a weird idea. That is so. That's strange. Who did we have in that ha- that their uh, animal had just oh, died? Oh, Brian Posehn. Brian Posehn. So they yeah. did that to Brian Posehn. They're like, there oh, was I like, heard oh. you got a new dog, but they put up a his picture dog of that his had dog just that had died. Oh, God. Yeah. And he was like in tears after the show. He's just like, I am so traumatized about this because they did the same thing. Yeah. They pulled images from the yeah. Twitter account. Actually, that's my dog that's dead. Yeah. Yeah. And that was so you're pretty much, yeah. <laughs> so so now be funny. Well, is this your first time in Portland uh, back since Bridgetown? Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, I, yeah. I've come up pretty much every year mm-hmm. uh, uh, between Bridgetown and Helium and, and other assorted. Uh, yeah, this is your town. I love it up here. Oh, and people love you. Up first here. thing I did on the way in from the airport, I stopped off at Hollywood Vintage to buy a hat because it was <gasps> raining. Oh, Hollywood Ooh. Vintage. And I, and there was a beautiful shelf full of doll heads. That I wanted to take a photo of and put on my Instagram, and I forgot about it. And then when I walked out to my car, I realized that I'd already that I forgot to take a picture of doll heads and yelled shit <laughs> out, out loud. A grown man out loud. Why are you so upset? Well, it's a long story, but I was going to take a photo of doll heads. Well, good thing didn't. you're going to be here all weekend because you can go back yeah. and take a picture of said doll yeah. heads. Now it's like don't 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 complain to me about the Syrian refugees. <laughs> yes. I have real problems. <laughs> I blanked on taking a photo of doll heads. <laughs> Dana, this is how I know that you do love Portland genuinely because you find amazing treasures. Yeah, if you like knew about Hollywood, Hollywood vintage, vintage, yeah, that's yeah, that's knowing oh, I, Portland I'm, pretty well. Like usually, yeah. someone would say, like, I already stopped by Voodoo Donuts. Like, yeah, no, yeah. you know your shit. Oh, Powell's books. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not a. Uh, I'm not a. I I can't. Uh, my donut days are over. Mm. No yeah. more donut days. No more donuts. No. More. Well, and, uh, you know, the other thing is. Uh, yeah, no, I, I would look like uh, I would look like Chris Farley. Uh, <laughs> well, you're not a you're not a large man. No, but I would be if, I, <laughs> if you ate the donuts I would be, like that. I would be if I ate the way I wanted to eat. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't believe in bacon on donuts. Not everything. Anti. Not everything that could go together should go together. <laughs> you know, I like ice cream and fried chicken. I don't stuff one in the other. <laughs> yeah, just because you can doesn't mean you should. Yeah, that, that's, that's a well point. That's a fair point. Yeah. That is a fair point. <laughs> that is not a that is not a a, a a quote consistent with this city though. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> just like no. what hasn't somebody done with like regardless of if it's a good situation like decision or idea or not. Someone's like, I'm just gonna throw this at the wall and see if it sticks. Yeah, right. somebody was telling and me about gonna, a, Put something Korean in it. Yeah. <laughs> call. That's what it's going to be. Like, Somebody was telling me about a bacon shake. Just, oh, that's a terrible idea. No. It was somebody gave me a present once, and it was bacon uh, flavored chapstick. It was the worst thing. Yeah, that sounds awful. It was so awful. I have said in the past, and I'll say it again: if God was real, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> if God had intended humans to be vegetarian, he would be real and bacon wouldn't be. <laughs> but uh, you know, I like me some bacon. Uh, but uh, I like bacon as bacon. Yeah, you know, yeah. It it's, it's like, its own dish. It doesn't yeah. need. It's like uh, you know. It's like uh, um, I also like to. S- I like making love and I like skiing. <laughs> I I don't want to combine them at all. They're totally separate. Two good separate things. Two great yeah. things that should be kept apart. Yeah, <laughs> that would be very dangerous. Yeah. Right. Trying to do both of those. Yeah, yeah. I I, I understand that. Um, so I wanted to ask you about your new uh, new horror show, IFC. Pronounce that carefully. It's horror, horror. <laughs> he Your always, new horror. I 
He does All right, that. You are right. I need to work on that better. Um, the inflection. Horror. Horror. Yeah, because he's like, oh, horror. I saw this amazing I know. Horror. I have horror this show. weird inflection with, yeah, your new horror well, show. Well, it's on. about a bunch of horrors. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a horror horror I though. shorten it. I, I realize that. And it's uh, called Stand Against Evil? It's called Stand Against Evil. And uh, the, you know, I love horror movies. I, I'm that I'm that guy. I I'm really into that too. stuff. Sarah and, is definitely uh, the same. You know, we, we probably, I grew up reading Famous Monsters of Filmland mm-hmm. magazine and all that. We could, you know. I go, my favorite actor is Dwight Fry. Okay. I, I go deep dish. I you go, go deep. deep. I go deep dish on wow. you. Wow. Well, I was going to ask um, you, I just saw this really terrible horror movie, which I wanted to see if you had seen before, because you had referenced Doll Heads. I just watched this a couple days ago. Have you seen one called Dollface? No. It is hands down one of the worst horror movies I've ever seen. Like, it is so terrible. It's like uh, Tommy Wiseau's The Room. It's like- Sure, yeah, sure. It's like sure, yeah. The Room of wow. horror movies. It is that bad. That a lot. It is so terrible. I just wanted that's, to see if you'd seen it. No, that says a lot, though. Yeah. Um, did you see Southbound? I don't know if I did. That's the one that you were in. I'm right? in Southbound. Yeah. But yes, d- I did. But yeah, because we talked about that last time. But despite the fact that I'm in it, it's great. <laughs> oh. Well, how cool it's is really, it to be really a fan great. of something and then be able to be a part of it, well, too? Well, it's, it's the best thing. It's the reason you do showbiz. Um, and <laughs> so... You know, I had, uh, years ago, I had a, a pilot uh, based on, you know, my fa- I've described my father a lot. He's a, he's a big influence on my mm. comedy, um, if, if not my mental health. And, uh, you know, I've described him before as Archie Bunker without the elegance and sophistication. He's a very, uh, he's a very, he has two emotions, rage and suppressed rage. He's a very specific guy. And uh, he figures, and so I had a pilot years ago, which was basically, what if my dad had to come and live with my wife and my kids and myself uh, how that would be and uh, it was a pilot on ABC that we made and I played me and Brian Dennehy played my dad and it, they spent two million dollars on it and uh, never got on the air and that's part of the course mm-hmm. but I just you know um, I like that character and so I thought well how can I use how can I put that character into something and I thought what if I just Put him in a show where he didn't belong. What if I just created another show and just stuck him in the middle of it? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, uh, you know, I looked at the things that I like, uh, you know, like, like uh, I like Twin Peaks. I like the X-Files. I'm just rewatching like, that again. I'm, I'm yeah. just, I've seen it, you know, like 10 times all the way through. Sure. I'm just rewatching it again. I'm on uh, season two, episode three. The big reveal is almost about to happen. Yeah. And then yeah. you can stop watching. And then I can stop watching. Yeah. Right? You don't want to get into the Civil War reenactment oh, plot? Oh, God. I just can't even... I <laughs> and, got, I, and that's what I think about is they're bringing it back. I'm like, oh, right. <sighs> I got into an argument with someone yesterday. They're like, oh, but the last episode of season two is... I'm like, did you watch the same show that I did? Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure that you're not right. Are they officially bringing it back? Or did yes. that get, that, oh, it's, okay. They're filming. They're almost done. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. No, they're, they're, they're doing it big time. Oh, yeah. And um, I will... They will I will give them my money. Yeah, and it was, you know, it was, it was a, the X-Files came back. I was like, yeah, there was one great one, two good ones, mm. and three kind of uh, sleep aids. <laughs> um, and uh, But I was glad it came back. Yeah. Pee-wee's Big Holiday? Oh, that flawless. was, yes. That was flawless. so good. Oh, I'm so glad you think so. So, oh, I was, so great. I was nervous, because, I mean, I'm a huge Pee-wee fan. Sure, Nash. Grown up, mm. but, uh, you know, I, I, this one... They they knocked it out of the park. Well, yeah. you're buddies and with Paul Rubens, aren't I you? Am, yeah, yeah, that's I was right. So oh. happy for yeah. him. Oh god, it was. Yeah. We watched it with a group of like ten people. We all actually had a Pee Wee party last Friday. Just a bunch of beer, just watching the movie. Mm-hmm. Everyone clapped at the end of it. It was a, a sweet story. <laughs> this is a name. This is a name droppy story. So I have to forgive me. Um, but um, Lorraine Newman uh, from SNL and yeah, Groundlings yeah. is on the next episode of my podcast, and so she was at my house. Where I was interviewing. It was Lorraine and Janet Varney, who you know, I'm sure yes. you know. Oh, she's um, so who sweet. is the co-star of my, who is the female lead in my show? Mm. Uh, Stand against evil. <gasps> oh, oh, Jenny is. Oh, yeah, I well, didn't see her, her name in the in the release. Well, because her deal hasn't closed yet. Gotcha. But, but barring barring uh, barring agents, uh, she's the lead. Oh, she's and fantastic. I wrote it. I wrote Wonderful. it. I wrote it for her. Nobody, and it's it's the character is hers. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. great. Long story long. So she's the female successor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Long story longer, I'm talking to Lorraine about how much we loved Pee Wee's Big Holiday, and she said that she sent Paul an email about just the noise. It was just so funny. His response to her was, you are so fucking sweet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is the best thing. Yeah. Oh, I'm so, yeah. That's it was, fantastic. Uh, it, the joy that that movie brought. Was the just, thing with the balloon yeah. is just. The, I, and I remember yeah. seeing the uh, the trailer with it, with mm. the balloon. I'm like, okay, I'll, what what else is to that? No, that's it. It was so genius, just yeah. that. 
Yeah, piece. it's wonderful. And one, and, uh, one shot, by the way. That was one it? shot. Oh yeah, I saw him like actually doing it. Uh, uh, Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, he did it on mm-hmm. Jimmy Fallon too. Did he come yeah. out as Pee Wee? Uh, no. no, Paul Rubens, but he did do the balloon thing. That yeah, they great. had a balloon ready to go for him. Yeah, that's fantastic. And it was just as funny. <laughs> it was so yeah. hilarious. Well, so happy for him. So anyway, I, I I had all these like I love, and I also love those weird early seventies horror shows like Night Gallery mm. and that heavy sort of seventiesy feel. Mm-hmm. So I came up with this idea. It's basically Twin Peaks and the X Files. It's a small town uh, that is cursed because of uh, something that happened in its past. And um, there's a, a, a young, like beautiful woman, uh, and I said, what if instead of David Duchovny as her partner, it was Archie Bunker? What <laughs> if she's partnered with my dad? Mm-hmm. What if I just took my dad and put him in the middle of a horror show? <laughs> what if Archie Bunker was dropped in the middle of Twin Peaks? And it's not that he doesn't believe in all of this yeah. stuff. He just doesn't give a shit. He would much rather watch the baseball game. He doesn't care. That's the whole point of the character. He's not a cynic. He just doesn't care. He just doesn't yeah. give a shit. And yeah. that's my father. My dad's, my dad's <laughs> 85. And he goes, no, I live longer than my dad. So whatever happens from here on out, I don't give a shit. You know? I surpassed him. So, when, his mother was, when his mother was dying, he called me and said, you better get on a plane. Your grandmother's got one foot in the grave and the other on a banana peel. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, like, he's, he's a hardcore dude. And I just, I like the idea of, like, what if, you know, it's like, you know, we know the lair of the demons. Yeah. That sounds like a lot of work. Uh, <laughs> you know. You I'm making st- a meatloaf tonight. Yeah. I don't have time Every for which that, way but loose is on. Can we do it after? <laughs> you ever seen Clyde flip off the biker? Oh, my God. That monkey boy. That orangutan will flip off anybody. You know, and just, and just kind of put, put that character into a horror show. Oh, that's and, great. And that's basically it. And, and then... Um, and then uh, IFC was kind of, uh, was was great enough and really believed in the show, and uh, and now it's just making it. Now it's you know my motto of show business is um, now that the hard part's over, the hard part starts. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and now we're just trying to find the right actor to play him. I was just going to ask odd. if you had somebody in mind. Uh, well, it was originally going to be me in makeup. That's and yeah. uh, and uh, KNB Effects that does The Walking Dead did a great makeup, and. Um, uh, the network said it'd be great if it was somebody with it was kind of famous, mm-hmm. uh, and and I couldn't argue that. And my manager, who's my, my uh, the co-producer of the show, and um, uh, and is a real producer. He's you know he's he's a grown up. Sorry, uh, he said uh, he said uh, you know the thing you're also not taking into consideration is starring in this show and running this show. You're going to die. Yeah, yeah that sounds like a lot of it's work. A lot of work. So uh, we're now casting it. Um, Dan Aykroyd was our first offer, but he doesn't act anymore. He's running a liquor company, and the, so he's just doing vodka, that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I talked. He called me up, and he's like, "I love it. It's great. I'm not doing it anymore, but good luck." God, he yeah, suggested you should perfect. give it to Jim Belushi, and I went, "It's breaking up, Dan." <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Nick Offerman uh, uh, wanted to do it, but his schedule didn't allow him to do it. Oh, uh, that's another perfect. Same, person for it. same with Steve, Same with Stephen Root. Um, oh. So now uh, news radio. Oh yeah, Stephen Root in yeah, everything. Stephen. He's oh yeah. yeah. So now yeah. we're uh, we're looking at people. I think we're looking at Bruce McGill and uh, Sam McMurray and Lenny Clark. Some people. So you were involved in the casting process, like you uh, sit in for the auditions. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I do everything. Everything. I do it. So you do all of that, and then you also you mentioned your but podcast. It, uh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh this, yeah. Because oh, you don't even that. know. But so. Yeah. But here's the weird. <laughs> so here's the weird thing. I but I I have written a role for myself uh, because I'm shamelessly egomaniacal about wanting to be in my show. Well, I mean, it's your show. It, it is my show, and I make sense. Sell, and, like, and I'm just waiting for them to go. Like, well, if you're in the show. Doesn't that make you feel good? Can we fix that? <laughs> well, you're right. You're um, no good to us if you're feeling good about yeah, yourself. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. One of my favorite, you know, I grew up watching um, all those universal horror movies. Mm. And I always loved the, like, weird hunchback sidekick. Those are always my favorite roles. <laughs> and um, Dwight Fry, who is one of my favorite actors, his role in Frankenstein is so... He's the guy that Marty Feldman is parodying in Young Frankenstein. Mm. He's the guy that dropped the good brain and got the bad brain. <laughs> yeah. And I've always loved that character. Um, so we spend a lot of time at the cemetery in our show because there's a the premise of the show is that there was a constable in the 1600s who burned 172 people uh, for witchcraft. Uh, none of them were guilty of witchcraft. Mm. And now the, these 172 lost souls have put a curse on the town and uh, to kill every uh, constable that is in charge of the town. 
uh, and they literally just knocked them off on a like a board. Like it's I have 172 episodes <laughs> to get them all, um, and uh, um, so we're at the cemetery a lot where these 172 people are buried. Uh, in the private cemetery behind the real cemetery. And so I thought, well, what if I just had that character, like that hunchback guy, run the cemetery? And I get to, like, do that character, but totally against type. Like, but play him like Marin. Like, he's crotchety. He's very, he's very specific. He's very well versed. He's very articulate. Yeah. He's all about the cemetery. And then I thought, well, if he is like Marin, then he should have a podcast. So he he has a podcast called Bone Orchard that is basically what's going on in this town. And he's like, yell- that's great. He's yelling at people and then asking them to be on his podcast. But he has a hunch. He has a hump. And he's really into like if you're talking to him and you start looking into something, he's like, yeah, my eyes are here. Yeah, my eyes are up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Baby got back. I've heard them all. What do you have a problem with me? Yeah, and he just gets That's into the, glorious. Yeah, and he just gets into the whole thing. Like, Look, I'm not just I don't just dig holes. It's it's I dig a hole. A body goes into it. There's flowers. There's tears. There's a dance. There's a dance. Okay. Don't talk to me about cremation. Yeah, you love them. Don't treat them like lasagna. That's that's me. <laughs> Well, I like cremation. Then we're done talking. And we're done talking. Oh. See, and we're done. Yeah, I think it'll be a fun character oh, to play. Oh, that's going to be so amazing. Put him in like a two or three episodes, and that's all I want. That's all oh, I That's want. awesome. And that's coming out uh, later this year? That'll be on in the fall on IFC. Oh, and it's Stand gosh. Against Evil. Stand Against Evil. Stand we'll shoot Against it Evil. In, uh, um, I feel like Ed Wood. We're shooting in June in Atlanta. Oh. I hope I have actors by then. <laughs> <laughs> you know you will. No, I don't. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to because I'm looking forward to already no. watching this in no, the fall. No, I don't. <laughs> no, it's not quite evident. I was thinking about Ray Wise, but he's not the character. Ray Wise, Leland Palmer. <gasps> oh, yeah. No. Yeah, he yeah. was really good in the... Um, yeah, yeah. He's not that character, though. He's too elegant. Yeah, he was... Uh, what was that movie where... Uh, Jack Nance would have been great for this role. Jack Nance would be awesome. We're talking about the television would show? Have, um, the one where the he's Satan. Yeah, Reaper. Reaper. Yeah, he plays yeah. Satan in that. He, he is was amazing. Re- he in plays that. a great Satan. He plays good Becca. He was he was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't <laughs> I don't know if he can play Archie Bunker. Yeah, John Ratzen- yeah, he does have a little yeah. bit too much. Uh, John Ratzenberger from Cheers. Yeah, yeah. From Cheers. He he'd be good, but I want him to be a little more. Um, a little more punch to him. Yellow punch to him. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I like uh, Bruce McGill. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, Bruce McGill mm-hmm. would be yeah, Bruce McGill right or, for that. We're trying to get that, and uh, and then um, the, there's a really good actor named Sam McMurray, okay, who was in uh, Raising Arizona. He was. I'm talking about swapping, as in to, to swap. swap. All right. <gasps> oh, he's great. Oh yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. Sam's great, and he's a friend, and uh, that might work out well. Oh, he looks. He he's the got guy. the right look. He looks like how yeah. I would picture it. Yeah, and it's just like and it, him and Janet Varney. That would be adorable. yeah. That would be good. And yeah. it's just like you know, like I found out the cur- I found out that we're cursed, and I know how to defeat <laughs> the demons. You have have an ingrown toenail. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a shark fighting a lobster to get out of your sock. I know you women are always bitching about childbirth, but I don't see how this could be any better. <laughs> that is great. Yeah, that's the show. I hope it, I hope to... Uh, I can't wait to watch it. That's that's fantastic. I hope to cast and make it. Awesome. And in the, <laughs> and in the interim, you know, because you're not busy enough, you're you're also, you know, doing stand-up and you're I have, also doing uh, I'm podcast. doing stand-up. I have my podcast and I'm, uh, I have a, a animated series that I'm also uh, uh, getting into. Oh, uh, wow. I well, the pilot hasn't been picked up yet. I can tell. Can you we not talk about it? Uh, I uh, yeah. I, yeah. Okay. Just, yeah. But okay. it's, I have four full. I'll tell you off the air. But uh, mm. I have four full time jobs. Wow. Damn. Keeps me from feeling <laughs> not busy at all. Yeah. Well, what's the best place for people and to go? Fifty one and single. Let us <laughs> going, ladies. Hey, let's go up and shake the man's hand. Come on weekend. down to hear them comedy club. <laughs> Bring him a doll head. He'll be real happy. Yeah, yeah. It's not. A, you know how to get at me. <laughs> <laughs> No, oh my gosh! What if someone shows up with like a bouquet of doll heads for you? Then that, that, we change your name to Mrs. Dana Gould. I know. And <laughs> the next thing you know, old Jed's a millionaire. No, it is weird. I don't know how much, I don't know how much time we have. Um, two yeah. minutes, three minutes. Are yeah, we yeah. Done? Oh yeah, oh. yeah. That's perfect. Um, I was married for I was with my wife for eighteen years, uh, six dating, twelve married, and then we uh, got divorced. And then I, uh, I was went directly into another relationship that lasted for three years. And that uh, ended amicably, I was told. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, and now, so I'm like, I'm single for the first time in 21 years. Wow. And I have no idea 
what I'm doing, how like, to do it. Yeah, because there's like all I'm the not, internet I'm, dating yeah, stuff. I, I'm not on anything. I'm really busy. I'm not on anything. Yeah. And I just think I'm, I'll die alone. Maybe not so bad. <laughs> I really it's, don't think do you really that you're going to die. Do you really want to die in a crowd? <laughs> <laughs> That's what you think you're ready to go and and start dating again. I'd like to have somebody to hang out with. Yeah, but uh, I don't. I don't have time to like do a dating profile. Well, I mean, with mm. four jobs and let alone and three kids. Yeah, oh, and yeah. you're traveling around. Yeah. So I don't and know you're traveling how would... around, and yeah, I don't know how it. You need somebody that kind of has their stuff has their shit has like their own life yeah 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 yeah. and you can just kind of meet and yeah i was actually talking to my old girlfriend last night from way back before i was married who uh who also got divorced and uh said uh, she met somebody on match.com and they're dating and i was like oh it's interesting but i don't know if i can do that because i'm not famous but i'm a little known you're yeah i'm afraid i get some if people know you they stalkery like you're not yeah i mean Maybe you are you know, like billions upon billions of people will know you, but you have a your have name, you have yeah, notoriety. Yeah, yeah and I think I'm afraid I get a lot of a lot of ding dongs. Yeah, you get a lot uh, of like, oh my god! If I kill you, do I become you? Yeah. <laughs> Can I skin you? And yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, skinners! Yeah, there's a lot yeah, of skinners. Yeah, a lot on of skinners. Yeah. And, uh, you gotta watch yeah. out for those. Yeah, and there's just a lot of people. Yeah, that is kind of perplexing. I like to be in your position like that, where you are known. It's like, yeah. all right, are you going to be crazy? Or well, and if they Google, person? you know, then, yeah. You yeah, that's know. a thing. And, yeah, so, yeah. Mm. Mm. So, well, don't skin Dana Gold, please. Yes. Yeah, I don't. Don't. Skin. He has so much more to give don't, to this yeah. world. Don't. Just skin. don't do it. <laughs> don't skin me. <laughs> now, Dana, if perhaps a non-insane, beautiful, talented, has-her-shit-together woman wants to come and see you after the show, do you come out and, like, shake hands? I Not only do I shake hands, I, I don't like merch. Mm-hmm. I feel like Mr. Haney from Green Acres. <laughs> you know, well, I have many things for sale. Look at my wares. Maybe you'd like to buy this Popeil decorator. Turn Easter into an art show. Um, but I have a lot of friends. This will shock you. I have a lot of friends that are comic book artists. Uh, so do we, actually. Yes. Yeah, of course yep. you do. Of course you do. And so these two guys specifically, Ben Walker from San Francisco and uh, Mark Tavares from L.A. used to work at K&B. They both have very different... Really distinct. Um, uh, with, and what I do is uh, for a gig, I'll have them design a poster, and I then s- after the show, I'll sign the poster. Uh, so I get to do a meet and greet the people who want to meet me. So after the show, I'll be in the lobby signing posters. They're ten bucks if you want me to sign it. It's They're ten, wonderful. Yeah, 10 bucks. yeah. This is like an EC Comics poster, the new one. It's incredible. Like yeah. Greg and I were actually looking at it before you got in here, and he's like, "Have you seen this?" And I'd already seen it earlier. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, you can come up and say hi and, and uh, buy a poster, or just say hi. I don't. You know, I it's ten bucks. I'm not, and yeah. it's a, I'm not in. It. It's just a nice, <laughs> it's a souvenir, and we meet, and everybody's happy. And, and it's a beautiful good. piece of artwork. Too. It really is. I yeah, mean, yeah. They're all good. They're all good. Oh. I'm I'm weird about. Uh, uh, I'm finicky about that stuff. No, it's it's very like it, it's very. Yeah, great. follow him. It's a uh, uh, Ben Walker art and mm. Mark Tavares artist. T a v a r e s. So they each kind of alternate on. Yeah, they alternate, and you can follow them on Instagram. They're both really great uh, guys. Mark Tavares used to work at KNBFX. Oh, okay. All right. And uh, is the best place to follow you uh, mostly on Twitter? Twitter oh. and Instagram. Both, okay. J- both me, Dana Gould, DanaGould.com, Instagram, Dana Gould, Twitter, Dana Gould. You got them all. Yeah. I got them all, yeah. That's good. All right, that's good. Did you have to fight anybody for them? Or? Yeah, there was a Dana Gould <laughs> on Twitter that was a realtor in Natick, Massachusetts, that... <sighs> tweeted like 21 things nine years ago and it, and it took me like 11 years <laughs> to get I'm still not verified on Instagram I think I have like 8,000 followers I'm still not verified but, but you might be the realtor <laughs> yeah but I really and uh, Jeff Fox the guy who produces my podcast finally mm. got me Dana Gould on Twitter oh that's awesome yeah but it took a long time <laughs> because there's nobody to call yeah you, you know, can't yeah. be like hey you're not checking yeah, this, Instagram uh... can I have the Instagram offices please there's <laughs> right. no one there <laughs> Well, now, so you know, just to follow Dana Gould everywhere. Yeah. D-A-N-A-G-O-U-L-D. There you go. That's or it. Or D-A-N-A-G-O-L-D, and all that's missing is you. Uh. Oh. oh. That's a pickup line. That, that is, is my right there. Line. That's good. Yep. <laughs> Match.com. That beats my old pickup line, which is pointing at their chest and saying, you make milk. <laughs> <laughs> Specific type of girl that'll be attracted to that, though. <laughs> Who likes sex and crying? <laughs> Match.com. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Dana. Dana, you're fantastic. Get your tickets to go see Dana to yes. Helium Comedy oh, Club. Tonight and tomorrow. Tonight yes. and tomorrow. Four shows. 7.30 and 10. Go see Dana. T- buy a poster. Buy a poster. Uh, tickets at heliumcomedy.com. Awesome. It's a funny show. 
We'll just leave it with that. Yeah, it yep, is. I'm going to cut out right All there. All right. Dana, thank We've you so much. We've seen Dana many times. It is a very I'm, funny I will say. I will say to you what I hope to engrave on my tombstone. I'll show myself out. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Dana Gould. Dana Gould. Um, I got to say this. I was really surprised in the interview that he actually talked about some of the people they're looking to cast. Yeah. Because usually that stuff... Well, he's in charge of it, so I mean, I guess if he's comfortable I'm, talking about yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, it's his deal. He yeah. can do it. I mean, we normally, I guess, don't have people on that can that can actually release that, that have information. have that kind of power. Or that want to release that information. That's true, because we usually have the people that are mostly like acting or like doing the thing in it, like not the one who's creating and then yeah. like casting. And, yeah, I don't yeah, know. That's that was, it was, yeah, it was kind of a strange thing. Mm. I was like, oh, I'm, even off the air, we don't usually hear about that kind of stuff. But it was really cool that he did talk about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, so that show is going to be coming out. Sounds like in the fall once they once they get it cast. I cannot wait. Yeah, I will totally watch the hell. Out oh, of I will too. Oh, I will I too. It sounds like a great concept. Um, was I going to get to a couple other things? A couple mm. other things. I wanted to remind everybody of something else that we brought up earlier this week. Yes, because we made an announcement. Yes, and I think it's important we reiterate that announcement. Mm-hmm. And that is this: it's a save the date. Save. The date. Save the date announcement. The date you need to save and free, make sure it's free and clear to get here to Portland, Oregon is July 22nd, 2016. Yeah, July 22nd, 2016 is a Friday evening. Friday evening. Friday. Don't you dare. Friday, July 22nd. Mark it on your calendars. Be prepared. Circle it. For amazingness. Circle it. Uh, book your plane tickets now because you're not going to want to miss this. It's going to be, we're doing something different and it's going to it's, be yeah, amazing. It's, it's going to be a listener party unlike any other one that we've had. This one is, uh, can, I, can I say original. that this is my idea? Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this one, I, there is, the, there's going to be a different theme for this listener party. It's going to be different than anything that we've ever done. It is. And it I've is. been, it's, uh, and I think it's going to be good. Yep. I'm so, pretty, pr- I'm, I'm pretty convinced. I, I'm I'm excited. July 22nd, save that date. We'll announce more stuff later, but now is the time to get your tickets and your hotels booked and all of that stuff. And then we'll tell you more later. Well, maybe we shouldn't... Well, maybe not hotels yet because they don't know where exactly it's going to be. Oh, okay. But your plane tickets, definitely. We'll get your plane tickets. Yeah. Just fly into PDX and then we'll let you know where to go from there. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my one-story world of crazy. Hello. Crazy. Oh, my God. What is wrong with you? Well, you changed it up, so it threw me off. So you said hello? Oh well, now that you're... Th- the longer you draw this out, the more weird it makes it. <laughs> it was weird. Welcome to my world of crazy. Hello. <laughs> This is what a mental break sounds like. All right. I only am having one world of crazy story because we only need one. Because this is the best headline I have ever read in my entire 35 years on this planet. The best. Here we go. Headline reads, Microsoft deletes teen girl AI, which is artificial intelligence, after it becomes a Hitler-loving sex robot within 24 <laughs> hours. It's so Microsoft great. Microsoft deletes its teen girl AI after, within 24 hours, it becomes a Hitler-loving <laughs> sex robot. So less than a day after Microsoft introduced a seemingly innocent artificial intelligence chat robot to Twitter, it had to delete it after it transformed, in less than a day, into an evil, Hitler-loving, incestual sex-promoting, Bush-did-9-11-proclaiming robot. <laughs> this is what the this is why the internet cannot have nice things. Oh, yeah. And it is no. hilarious. The best part is they trusted the internet to allow this to happen. Like, like oh, we're oh. Look at our viral sensation. Yeah. Because uh, the, the whole thing with it is it was supposed to, it was supposed to learn off of uh, people tweeting at it. Yes. So I have, yeah, so I have the story. Again, let me just headline real quick. Like, Microsoft deletes teen girl AI after it becomes a Hitler-loving sex robot within 24 hours. Hitler-loving sex robot is the well, greatest title ever. De- <laughs> I know, it's totally like a band name. Uh, developers at Microsoft uh, created Tay, T-A-Y, an AI modeled to speak, quote, like a teen girl, 
in order to improve the customer service on their voice recognition software. They marketed her as the AI with zero chill. I don't know. That just it's, it's like some kind of millennial thing. Okay. So something that I don't understand. Yeah. The AI with zero chill. That seems like a bad thing, isn't it? To have zero chill? I don't know. Well, to, ta- uh, to chat with Tay, you could tweet or direct message her by finding her at, at Tay and you on Twitter or adding her as a contact. Uh, she uses millennial slang. Well, she used. She doesn't <laughs> exist anymore, but... She uh, used millennial slang and knows about Taylor Swift, Miley Cyrus, and Kanye West and seems to be bashfully self-aware, occasionally asking if she's being creepy or super weird. So Tay started to say some pretty weird things because her responses are learned by the conversations that she was having with real humans online. And real humans like to say weird stuff and enjoy hijacking corporate attempts to have some good PR. <laughs> so other things that she was saying, there's some, you can look up the whole list. Some of them I'm not going to repeat. Oh, yeah, there's some, some you cannot repeat. But she said some horrific things. Really terrible things that uh, was taught to her by... I mean, once you let the internet control what your control the like the verbiage of yeah. a robot of a teen girl of robot, it's going to it's, go horribly. Of course, it will. Horribly. So, uh, so other things she said is uh, Bush did nine eleven, and Hitler would have done a great job. Donald Trump is the only hope we got. Uh, Ted Cruz is the Cuban Hitler. That's what I've heard so many people say. Uh, they really this, went after the Hitler stuff. They went they went full Hitler for this. Yeah. Uh, so this is all coming out of the mouth of, you know, of a computer modeled as a teenage girl. Uh, for some reason, less than 24 hours after it, uh, they ended up taking down Tay. Yeah. Under the reason that they said that she was, quote, tired and she couldn't communicate anymore. Now, this isn't Microsoft's first teen girl chatbot. They had already launched one named Zayochi. A girly assistant or girlfriend reportedly used by 20 million people, particularly men, on Chinese uh, social networks. So I guess that this already exists in China, and she banters and gives dating advice to lonely men. So Chinese people don't instantly turn it into a racist. No. Hate mongering. <laughs> For some reason, America just. Release it in America, less than 24 hours. We will turn that thing into a Hitler loving, as it said, sex robot. Hitler-loving sex robot Tay. Uh, So at the present moment, Tay has gone offline because she's tired. (laughs) Um, That's what she says. Uh, Perhaps uh, Microsoft's trying to fix her in order to prevent a PR nightmare that is already out of their control. Especially with a headline that reads, Hitler-loving sex robot. (laughs) This is like, what would they think when they were launching this, though? Like, this is the... What did they think was going to happen? This is the equivalent of, like, someone being street smart or book smart. Yeah. Like, these people who put it together are book smart. Very, they yeah. They don't, like, they're thinking very Very intelligent logic. piece of software. They're, they're thinking very logically. They're thinking very <laughs> intellectually. Like, this is this thing. However, you need to think outside, like, not just how this is going to work. Like, what people are going to react, like, how they're going to react to this thing. <laughs> like, you have to think in both ways. Uh, so they reacted by... I mean, but that's the thing, though. In a way, it did, the software worked. It, it learned. Totally it learned really quick. <laughs> so in a way, it was a success, I guess. Uh, Suman says that the problem was that they just had faith in humanity. Yeah, when it comes that, to is, the, that is the problem. When it exactly. comes to the anonymity... God, I can never say that word. Anonymity of anonymity, the internet. Anonymity. Anonymity. Well, anonymity. See anonymity. See had an anonymity. See anonymity had an Oh, dang. That's hard. Yeah, and it's also being asked by our friend Rick, why do they always make them teen girls? Why is it a teen girl? Well... I, I don't know. I don't really have okay. an answer for All that. Right. Well, anyway, if I did, I wouldn't want to give it anyway. So I just I, I can't do anything after that because it's clearly the greatest story that's ever been told. Yes, Microsoft creates a teen girl AI and has to delete it after it becomes a Hitler-loving sex robot within 24 hours. And that, my friends, your world is crazy. Crazy. I kept looking at that headline and just laughing. Like, it made me laugh oh, yeah. about 25 times. Yeah. It is so ridiculous. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. I mean, we can't repeat everything that it says, but it's just the fact that I mean, it says horrible, horrible things. Yeah. But it's just the fact that they got it to do it. It is. Uh, it's kinda funny. Um, well, Greg, there were some sports games that happened yesterday. No, too bad we're out of time for that. Oh though. no, we definitely aren't because we have to do that, and then of course we have um, something I talked about yesterday, which a couple of people actually did go and do. Okay, we got to do. We got we got a few minutes left. All right. So here, I'll give a quick brief. 
Oh, let me pull up our... Um, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Well, uh, here we go. Uh, hello. Fun Employment Radio Tournament of Champions <laughs> is on. And that's it. You can go look at that uh, at the outcome at funemploymentradio.com slash Well, what's fun is if you can look and see how people are doing. Oregon won. Oregon rackets. beat Duke. That's Oregon all right. Oregon beat Duke handily. They did. Oregon moved on. Kansas so plays I'm today. I'm looking at this right now. Of course, you can see of all of our brackets at funemploymentradio.com slash TOC for Tournament of Champions. You can take a look at where you rank in there. Uh, blah, blah, blah. We're out of time. Let's go. Um, here, let me see. So I'm pulling up the Tournament of Champions. Well, Greg's like actually really trying to get me to wrap it up. Yeah. Well, it's not that long of a movie review. We can we have a couple minutes. Don't okay. you worry. So let's see. I'm pulling up the Fun Employment Radio Tournament of Champions. Let's see how this goes. All right. Looks like, oh, here I am. I'm looking at the first page. Uh, my bracket, Sarah's the best. Taking a look at it right here. Looks like I'm uh, I'm holding steady at number 10. Number 10 right now. Then cool. Be- sounds good. So we got uh, a lot of games left. There's more of the Sweet 16 let's tonight. See. And then uh, the Elite Eight teams will play over the weekend. Then we'll get a Final and- Four. For that, and uh, that's all we've got. I'm so go to the last page and standing strong. Oh, it doesn't matter where the brackets are right now because that's all. Click on last. That that's doesn't matter. Last page. There it is. Oh, and holding steady at number thirty-seven. <laughs> yes, it's Greg's champion bracket. Yes, number thirty-seven. That's fine because uh, statistically speaking, I'm going to be just fine. Statistically speaking, I'm kicking your ass. Because our bet was about the who's going to win the championship, and I said Kansas will. You say Oregon will. I think I've still got a good chance of that, which will come in handy this Thursday at the Landmark Saloon for Fun Employment Radio's Big O Night. 4847 Southeast Division. Coming up this Thursday, March 31st, 6 p.m. Come on down there. Hang out with us. Where Sarah will be paying off the bet. Oh, ho, 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 ho. You filthy cheating liar. All right, is that all you have for ball Squirly, talk? Squirrely, but not a liar. Just announcing that, that you're epically failing at your bracket. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. 37 out of probably 37. Plenty of games left. You just don't understand how it works. I have never, like, even though I have Kansas in the Final Four, which I really don't care about, like, I'm really rooting against them. Just for your sake. Just purely to beat you. Mm. Yep. Anyway. All right. Well, I did want to talk about something okay, that I yes. mentioned at the end of of yesterday, which was a movie that I'd seen recently. And I did actually, we talked to, um, to Dana about it a little bit, like I touched on it yeah. briefly, about this movie that I saw the other day that is... Quite possibly uh, the exact equivalent of, yeah, of the room for horror movies. It was so Like the worst made. of the worst of the worst. And you watch a lot of terrible movies. I watch a lot of like, terrible Like really, movies. really bad movies. And I watch a lot of horror movies. Like, like drag me to hell bad. Like bad movies. You need to watch that again because you're so irritating. Um, no, I watch like some terrible ones that are you know that just have like it's like oh the haunted woods of the devil's spawn or whatever. Like I'll watch shit like that. Yeah, I'll watch any of that stuff. And so you know sometimes like I'll, I'll look some up and then like I'll like, try and find the trailer and you know see what the movie is actually like. So I found this one on Netflix and it kind of looked promising. It had this big picture of a broken doll's face in the woods. And it was called <laughs> Dollface. It Very was, uh, original. Yeah, so I uh, decided to watch this movie. Holy mother of God, it is the biggest pile of garbage. So I wanted to kind of do maybe one of my segments. Like, I watched it so you don't have to. Oh, even yes. Okay, good. I know our, our buddy Todd Workoven actually uh-huh. watched it last night, and he wrote to me, and he's like, Jesus God Almighty, that is the worst thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, it is... Like, that bad. Like, the room bad. It... Out of the horrible, horrible movies you've watched, and I've watched some of those horrible movies with you, this is w- the worst of the, them all. Like, I stepped away, and I I mean, I watch a lot of bad movies. Like, this is on a different level. Okay. This is a different level. Bad. Okay. So I want to be- This is on Netflix, it's being asked? Yes. Okay. It's on Netflix. It's called Dollface. Okay. I say to put the room music in the background. Oh, perfect, perfect. So it's called Dollface, all one word. 
Let me tell you about the movie Dollface. Let me pull up. I, I took some notes. Like, that's when I know that it's terrible because I'm like, and I need to start taking notes right now. The movie is called Dollface. Now, it starts out as a flashback when this kid is living in the woods with his mom, who's a doll maker. Now, you can tell, like, it's early in the, like, in the 80s, and his mom seems a little, like, kooky. Okay. So she's in there, and, like, it's, you know, it pans the house, and there are, like, bits and pieces of dolls everywhere, like, heads and arms and torsos and stuff. Sure. So the kid comes in just as the mom is, like, playing with this uh, this material that she's going to put on her new doll, which is called crenoline. Crenoline. Which I guess is like the underskirt of like uh, like ladies' dresses. Oh, okay. Like, like the, the lacy stuff? Yeah, like kind of like that, which I actually had to look up what it was because I had no idea what the fuck yeah. it was. And so she's like, come here, son, touch the crenoline. And then he touches the crenoline, and uh, she ends up having a heart attack and dying. And then you're like, oh, God. So he's like sitting there holding the thing. He doesn't know what to do. So, this is a spoiler-filled uh Yes, I'm ruining, doll, yeah. I'm ruining Dollface okay. for you. all right. So if you really don't want me to spoil it, um, you should just stop listening. It's being noted yesterday you said it's Hulu, not Netflix. Oh, crap. I can't remember which one it is. It sounds like maybe it's Hulu. Okay. Well, I think it's. Uh, I think you can just find it on the internet. Okay. Too. All right. Just find it for free. It's awful. <laughs> so anyway. So so flash forward to a university, you know, generic university USA. Okay, and there's yeah. Like a class with all of the usual people. It's like the shittiest breakfast club. Like there's the okay. slutty girl and there's the smart guy and the then the jock and the fat kid right. and like all this stuff. And their teacher is like trying to get them, you know, involved. Oh, trying to make them. He's yeah. like he like if he well, had a backwards hat, he would have turned it backward. He Let's rap everybody. Yeah, so like, hey, I'm just are, like you guys. I like are, to have a good time. So he's trying to like figure out everyone's school projects because everyone's uh-huh. gonna um you know have their school project. Sure. So the teachers assign you know assigning them and he asks these two guys what they're gonna do and and these kids say well we're gonna uh, we want to research the les- legend of Dorchester. Which is the story of the boy. And oh, so, we don't talk about Dorchester. No. Nope. Was and it one of those things? You know what? In particular, the teacher doesn't talk about it because do you know that 10 years or 20 years or some kind of time earlier, he was actually out on a trip with his friends from college. And, and something Dorchester, terrible happened. And one of them turned out to actually be the kid from the sub, from Dorchester who was actually called, uh, Cre- what is his name? It's Crenolin. Crenolin boy? Yeah. Crenolin head. Crenolin head? He's a serial killer and they call him Crenolin head because after his mom died, he wouldn't let go of the They're Krenolin really skirt. trying to go like, you know what's a weird word for lace? Crenolin. It was so Let's confusing. use that. I was so distracted. Why don't they just call him lace? I don't know because I was so confused by Crenolin. Who uses like, the word Crenolin? And then they never introduce like what Crenolin is. They're just like, oh yeah, the story of Crenolin head. That's Everyone somebody, oh, that's that. a strange word. I'm going to use that word all mm-hmm. the time and I'm going to seem really edgy for using so that word. So it turns out the teacher was one of the people that was almost killed by Crenolin oh, head. Oh no. And the reason that Crenolin had became Crenolin Head is because when him and his mom lived out in the woods and his mom died, nobody found them for months. And when they came and got him, uh, he had eaten his mother because he was starving. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, that so is he a was starving. Twist. So then he was he was put into a mental institution where they let him take his Crenolin because that reminded him of his mother. But he would cover his face with it because he was ashamed of what he did, you know, eating his mom. Okay. So uh, when he turned eighteen, he was able to escape from the mental institution. Whereas that's when the teacher met him and he befriended him. He didn't realize it was him at the time. They all went out camping. He slaughtered all of them except for the teacher. Why? Uh, because he's the <clears throat> Crenolin. Needed head. somebody to tell. Crenolin head. And then someone No, but why did you let the teacher live? Because the teacher was able to escape. Oh, okay. So he's been spending all of his years compiling evidence on how he thinks that the Crenolin head is still out there in the gotcha. woods. But he doesn't want anyone to see the research. However, he leaves all of his research on the table. And unbeknownst <laughs> really to him, keeping it safe. One yeah. of the one of the sneaky students takes all the information, finds out where the Dorchester Please tell me it was in a folder is. called like killer research it, or totally was. Yeah, okay. It totally was. So then flash forward to all the college students going on their fun, you know, sexy, beer-fueled adventure out in sure. the middle of Are there nowhere. boobs? Yes. Okay. There are boobs. So it's It is the most mild redeeming. thing. So then, like, the teacher tells you the horror story. All these kids are like, okay, we're going to go out to the middle of the woods. Then it, trash, then it flashes to, I swear to God, three drag queens. What? Three drag queens in a car. Driving through the area, trying to find a place called like Harold's Bar where they're going to be performing. What? I what do they not- have to do with it? Nothing. Nothing. It just flashes to three drag queens driving in a car trying to find this, and then all of a sudden they get turned around. So then they have to park the car and get lost, and then one by one, of course, they're all murdered by Dollface. But there's no preface for this? It just happens no. to be three... Just three drag queens who are just like, oh, okay. we're performing at Harold's Bar. I don't know if it's supposed to be like comedic relief. 
uh, because like their banter is kind of funny. I mean, they they were actually my favorite part of the entire thing. Yeah. But then they just kill the drag queens, and then that's it. Then it goes back to the college <laughs> just, students. Okay, all right. It goes back to the college students. The college students are going camping. Uh, they're trying to find the old Dorchester house. Um, they they meet a woman who lives in a trailer who just says all these horrible things. Um, who's like a slutty, like oh. she's a slutty old timey lady. Oh, she's trying to hit on him. Mm-hmm. Oh, and so then you both looking for a good time. Oh God, there is one scene in this too. I know we have to wrap up, but I'm I'm sorry, I'm trying to get all of it out really quick. Uh-huh. So there is a slutty girl in this, of course, as there always is, and right. she's just you know super gnarly. At one point, I kid you not, there she gets into an argument with another girl. Oh, I don't wait know. a minute! What are you gonna say? It don't say it then. I won't say it. She takes something out and throws it at somebody. That's all I'm saying. It was, I'm not even going to spend time trying to think about. No, what this no, is. it was like the, I don't want to know the sheer randomness and grossness of this movie was unreal. Was unreal. Like just you know between like random drag queens getting murdered, that happening, a crazy woman in, in the trailer. So why if it's called Crenolin Head, what where does Dollface come it's in? It's called Dollface because he has the Crenolin skirt this wrapped is... on his head with a Dollface mask on top of it. But they call him Crenolin Head in the movie? They call him Crenolin Head in the movie, but for some reason the movie is called Dollface. Because Crenolin has a stupid fucking name. Yes, it is That's a why. stupid name. That is a and stupid it was very name. confusing. So I'm going to give you a spoiler. They all die. Except for the teacher. The teacher, I think, lives. I'm pretty sure. I can't really remember. Like, is the, the teacher end of actually Dollface? No, but that was speculated toward the end, and that's when one of the last remaining people ran away from the teacher when he tried to save them because she's like, oh, it's you the whole time, and then she runs, and then she's just totally murdered by Crenolin Head because it wasn't the teacher. Oh. So it was a death count of, I think, yeah, ten people. It was the worst thing I've ever seen. My head hurts just trying to understand. Yeah, this. I mean, and they all die in horrible ways. One of them was, uh, one of the girls died from sitting on a knife. The other one died from uh, being strangled by someone else's intestines. Gross. Mm-hmm. By the way, I don't think that would really work. I think that would break. No, no, and the intestines were totally just like a hose. You could tell that were just like spray painted. Like that's so peach. gross. All right, I don't want to hear anymore. Mm-hmm. Doll face. Oh. It doesn't even have, like, the charm of the room, though. Like, the room is so bad, it's wonderful. Yeah, I would say... I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm just thinking about some of the things that could have possibly happened in that movie. Okay, that's that's that sounds awful. Mm. I'm glad you watched that, though, so we don't have to, yeah. Sarah. Unless you want to, then, I mean, by all means, go ahead and watch it. Dollface. Dollface. Or alternate title, Crenolin Head. Mm-hmm. We all know what Crenolin is. That's the only thing I gained out of this. I know what Crenolin is now, and I really don't care about Crenolin. I don't want to know. I just know. wanted to share. It's lace. All right. Okay, well, we do have one birthday that we want to get to, and it's Sean's birthday. Sean! Happy birthday, Mr. Sean. Sean's birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. The thing is, if you had, like, if there really was a serial killer named Crenolin Head, the first thing, what's the first thing you would ask? Like, oh, haven't you heard of Crenolin Head? Yeah, because out of what's nowhere. What's Crenolin? That's what you would ask. What is Crenolin? No, because they all started saying this word, and they kept calling, like, out of nowhere, just all of a sudden said, like, oh, Crenolin, good old Crenolin Head. Like, like, what the fuck is Crenolin? No, it was so confusing. <sighs> it was very confusing. It's very frustrating. Just the things that happened in that movie. That was pretty good. I'm glad you let us know. No problem. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning into Fun Employment Radio. Oh, you know what we need to do? We need to say thank you really quick. To Nick from Utah. Yes. Oh, Nick. For the wonderful thank you gift. So much. Nick, thank you for what you sent in. We've got a Rowdy Roddy Piper. And I've, I was trying to figure out the right name for these because I actually didn't want to mess it up, but it's the pop figures. Okay, the pop figures. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a Rowdy Roddy Piper. Yeah. Pop figure. Like, he's wearing a little Kurt, uh, a little kilt, and he has um, a little hot rod t shirt on. It's, it's the cutest so thing. It's so cool. Ever. He sent us that. Uh, yeah, thank you. And, and he, it's exclusive from the place that he works at. Oh, really? I didn't so even know that. Yeah, thank you so well, much. Well, it's, Nick. it's sitting so prominently here on our broadcasting table. So everybody that comes into the studio is going to be seeing that. Yes. So thank you so much. Mm-hmm. That is really, really cool. Uh, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503 575 9120. Coming up this weekend on the Fun Employment Radio Network will be at 10.30 a.m. Uh, Chronicles of the Nerds. Of the nerds. 
followed by Rip City Bad Boys. Rip City Bad Boys. And then at about, uh, just confirmed at about 3 p.m. will be Nathan Brannon, 2012's funniest person in Portland. I can't remember which year. Anyway, Nathan Brannon. Um, he's going to be doing his show, The Hamster Village. Awesome. So live here on the network for Very subscribers. Funemploymentradio.com slash subscribe, six ninety nine a month. The first week is free. All right, thank you so much, everybody. Thank you, everyone. We love you all. <sighs> I need some more coffee. Oh, my God. We'll be back on Monday with more Fun Employment Radio. Back on bye. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.